What's up, guys? We are back with another episode of the Grunge Baba Podcast, episode 20. I am Ethan Chalet, joined as usual with the wonderful, super happy Chris Salona. I'm in a great mood. (laughs) Chris, I've I've never, you've never been so happy as what I hear. Yeah. You look great. I am. (laughs) I am really, my my cup runneth over with joy today um, and zest for life, um, zest for social media. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a great mood today. It's great. Uh, we're yeah. here. This is our 20th podcast episode, so that that's worth celebrating. Um, that pretty, is pretty cool. Yeah, it's it, it's cool. I don't I don't know what it means. I don't I don't know if it's noteworthy. Um, I don't know if it means sure, anything. It sure is. But you know what? To us, to us, it is. So as far as I'm concerned, it has value. Uh, I didn't think so, we'd make it this far. Pat ourselves on the back. Yeah. Good job by us. We're doing the bare Love minimum that. out here. Congrats to <laughs> us. Um, Anyways, yeah, we were talking yeah. right before the pod, and uh, yeah, we both said that this week is like it's like uh, you know when you have a bender, you get hungover, obviously on the day after the bender ends. And I feel like we just bent like three weeks of activities, and then we're both back in the saddle, and like we just we're both a little bit uh, gassed from everything, but in a good way. Like we just we just lived a good month of life. Oh, now totally, and and. Yeah, yeah, Clarify, we were we were bending in the least destructive way possible. Um, yeah, we, just we, super busy, you know, a lot of driving and travel, which you guys know yeah. this because you guys listen to our podcast. So exactly, a lot, lot of fellowship. It was great. Um, not last weekend, but the weekend before, um, we got together. Uh, this is the first uh, kind of post mortem from that. It was it was great to see you and, and hang out with you and your family. And I hadn't seen you in about a year in person, so that was uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, we got to record a live podcast along with your brother. That was that was pretty cool. Definitely, definitely a lot easier just kind of being in person doing that. Uh, that whole thing. Oh my gosh! And having the having the setup was a lot easier. Like, oh yeah. I mean, we just, we just had technical difficulties for like thirty minutes, guys. But we 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 tried our patience, and it and in fact, uh, it prevailed. So that's why yeah. we're recording still. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't we didn't mail we didn't mail in this week at all. No, we did. We we wanted to. Um, but yeah, man, it's just like what you said, just kind of getting back in the swing of things. And and I know I've I've spoken about it on the show before, but I mean in in life no matter what it is, whether it's, you know, your job, whether you're training for something, whether it's family obligations or whether it's an Instagram page, like your 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 um your levels of of desire and uh stick-to-itiveness kind of ebb and flow and and yeah lately lately just just kind of in that rut of getting back into things and just feeling a little burnt out from different things here and there but uh you know the the page for me at least lately has been a little hard to kind of come around to and and run and and administrate a little bit but mm-hmm. i don't know it's you, you got to yeah. toe the line between you know fulfilling your obligations and also giving yourself time to rest and i think it's a good reminder at least for myself you know just to kind of take some time and not take things too seriously. So I don't think, I yeah. mean, it's not like we're ever a, a bastion of uh, serious discussion here, but uh, I don't think we're going to be taking things too seriously today. We're going to, we're going to hit the mailbag a little bit. Um, I'm excited Heck for yeah. that. We have a couple of, a uh, couple, couple of more somber things to talk about, but before we get into that, I would just like to go ahead and thank the six individuals that are at our top Patreon uh, giving level, and they are Jade Mercado, Shannon Gorgone, Victor Schaefer, Sonny Mashburn, Release, and Alexis Shannon. Uh, so thank you to you six, as always, for helping to, to sustain this podcast. Uh, this is, as we said, the 20th episode. Um, a lot has happened in the 20 weeks. Um, 
both oh, with yeah. the, both with the page, but especially just in life. I mean, twenty weeks is a good hunk of time, man. Uh, you know, we're 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 growing, we're experiencing, we're we're doing things, and uh, we're happy that we can share. You know. 30 minutes to an hour of each week with you guys. And we appreciate you guys sticking around with us. Yep. Every, every week we always kind of finish with this, but thank for that. You guys like to listen to us. Um, it's pretty cool. So, you know, keep doing it and, uh, we'll keep doing it. So absolutely. All right. Let's, uh, Um, let's, let's get in the mailbag a little bit. Yeah. uh, So let's get, let's get into some content before, uh, yeah, before, we don't <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you know there's, what I mean? there's there's no better time now so it's, this is actually um you know in the whole the whole genre of grunge i mean it's it's not really you know it's not really alive anymore i mean let's be honest aside from mud honey there's, there's not a whole lot going on I mean, you got you got the melvins you got you got pearl jam you got alice but um tomorrow on uh, on june 29th uh, jerry cantrell is apparently mm-hmm. releasing a new song and a new accompanying music video from his solo record and this song apparently is called atone um so if you've been if you've been following along on his instagram page he's been teasing these uh kind of black and white desert shots with what i assume are lyrics from the album um we had a couple of questions in the mailbag about Jerry Cantrell and about his solo album. I'm, I'm pretty pumped for it, man. I, I I have such a soft spot for Jerry, and my appreciation for him has only grown the more I've spent li- more time I've spent listening to the genre and just exposing myself to music. I mean, he's he's a special guy, and I'm I'm really excited. I have some high expectations for this album. Do you do you have some thoughts about uh, this Jerry Cantrell project that's coming our way? How how many how many uh songs is is did it say is it going to be I like think tomorrow a, is just the, the the first single the single and yeah. then it's going to come out and then and, assuming sometime later this summer early fall we'll get the full album um but yeah I'm, yeah it's called i'm definitely I, I, it's called yeah a tone kind of, that that I'm, sounds pretty heavy i, I like that <laughs> yeah i did see i did see the picture uh come across my feet of him uh standing with a pretty pretty yeah, great very, back. it was just stoic. it was just him in the middle of a yeah yeah um I'm really, I'm really excited. I was actually, I really enjoyed, we, you know, we were together obviously last week and you were talking to Andy about, and you guys are both talking about your, um, just, you know, admiration for Jerry and his solo work and, and kind of going through it. And like, I know he, you know, he adores him for his, just his ability to play like the perfect guitar solos for, you know, I like, I like how he says that there's no wasted notes in Jerry's work. Yeah. And I feel like there's no wasted lyrics a lot of the time too. So yeah, totally. Um, and, I, and I think it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what kind of writing, yeah. what kind of writing he has to offer. It's and and it's always awesome. interesting. And, and I was talking about this with Andy. I think a lot of novice Alice and Jane fans don't really realize, I mean, Jerry wrote most of the lyrics for Alice and Chains yeah. and, and he wrote, you know, damn near all of the music. And I mean, Lane, obviously such an irreplaceable vocal talent and a writer in his own right. But I mean, Jerry was really the, uh, the big cog in the machine wheel. Um, so I'm, I'm yeah. anytime we can get some stuff from him. It's been some time since his, I want to say it's been almost 20 years since his last solo album. I think Boggy Depot came out in like 2002 or something. Um, so that was about 20 years ago, yeah, which is and now, ridiculous. Now he's 20 years older, 20 years wiser. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. I, I, I'm, I've been in the mood for, I'm always in the mood for like a heavy, deep, <laughs> deep and dark, uh, enterprise. So, uh, Jerry, I don't think is going to disappoint. 
No. So it's kind of it's kind of nice having some news about about this shit. I feel like we never have any anything actually current to discuss. Um, so that's that's pretty exciting. Um, otherwise, uh, we've we've had a few people message um, uh, message us about this over the last couple of days. And and if, and if I remember correctly, I believe yesterday, which would have been uh, July twenty seventh, um, there was a passage in the music world um, as a, a a notable drummer. Uh, Joey Jordison of Slipknot <laughs> passed away, and uh, I know we've spoken on the show before. I I don't really know much about Slipknot. Um, I think you know a little bit more than I do, but uh, you know, let's just we just talk about Joey. And you know, I watched some videos of him earlier today, and he he was he was impressive. He was really impressive. The, that that kind of music's the, not really my bag, but I mean, he was talented. Yeah, yeah, Joey. So one of my first. I mean, I kind of grew up. You know, listening to some heavier stuff and playing playing drums because I was a drummer, and, yeah. and I remember my one friend loved Slipknot because they were like, I mean, they were, I mean, I don't know. When people think of metal bands, I've, I've they've got to be at the forefront, especially they had a in really, the last twenty a years. Really good, yeah, yeah, they had a really good run, and they were kind of after the the nineties alternative and, and grunge scene. There was like a pretty the new metal scene and all that, and I don't know if people think that you know, I guess more Ozzy was the original, but. Um, Slipknot was huge and yeah. some really heavy stuff. And the one thing that I commented and I was, talked about is the way that the way that Joey he he drummed like incredibly fast. Obviously, he yeah. was like so so had such an endurance, but he would also like headbang. And I feel like he was kind of the first guy. Like he would just headbang and play at such like incredible like you know BPMs that it was just it was just so effortless and and really interesting to watch and he did the whole he would get like strapped into his drums and minded uh like minded all or with a mask on like the whole time and, like, people, so, people like, forget the about drum, that <laughs> the one drum solo he's like strapped in like he has like a it's like he's in a roller coaster yeah he's got a, fa- a face mask on he like, has hair all down hands to his feet inside the vehicle <laughs> he has ha- he has hair down to his you know his chest and they pick up the drum set they flip it over and he's just like and he's just like it's like he's barely even trying, and he's like literally upside. I don't know. It's just yeah. and the weirdest position and being locked down in this throne of a seat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was a really. He was with them for about twenty years. He was one of the founding members. Um, yeah, and forty six years old. He's just yeah, so young. Such a, such a really good talent. Yeah, yeah, and and I think you know for me, not being a fan of that genre, it's a, it's such a good exercise in you know I might not be a fan of the music, but you can appreciate the talent that is there. I mean, really across their lineup. I mean, they're all stellar musicians and and vocalists and writers. And I mean, he was you know he was he was really really incredible. And you know I didn't really haven't really spent much time listening to him as I said, but you know definitely taking some time to appreciate what was. And I mean any any time the world loses somebody at forty six, I mean that's that's a tragedy and it's it's really sad you know for those who who knew him yeah. and and were impacted by him and then additionally uh just before we we got on to do this podcast i just got word that uh dusty hill the bassist of zz top um founding member of zz top passed away at age 72 um and and that's more of my speed I, i'm a big into the blues kind of southern rock jam jam you know hemisphere i guess so to speak so i mean zz top i mean so many of my favorite bands i mean were influenced right from them i mean blackberry smoke government mule allman brothers even still um i mean i mean zz top i mean they were you know at the cutting edge of of that genre in that world and 
Um, you know, another another loss. You know, at age seventy two, yeah, and you know, seventy two. I mean, those guys, Easy Top. I mean, they were they were creating music for years and years, and you know, they worked hard. They worked hard for many many years, and we've got a lot of music to enjoy as a result of it. But yeah, yeah it's always I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Ju- it, I think it, I think they just announced. It. Yeah, just happened, and, and and I know even like. Um, I think I, I've seen a few people talk about it, but you know, you, you never, you never forget like the first time you hear a song like Lagrange, and it's just like it's got that, you know, it's on so many of my playlists. I listen to it oh, so yeah. many times. I mean, it's just, you know, these guys had such great it's a classic gifts. for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And 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 you know, we we choose to remember these people for a reason. And uh, yeah, it's always it's always sad, you know, because you know that these people and and their music and their art, you know means and meant and will continue to mean a lot to a lot of people so it's always important i think to take time to you know appreciate those contributions and particularly when you know when people pass away to kind of pause and and reflect a little bit so i'm glad glad we're able to do that and uh you know if if slipknot's your thing if zz top's your thing definitely go ahead and and go and listen to some and spin them and spin them and reflect a little bit there's some some great musicians in there um but Shifting gears a little Shifting, bit, if you'd like yeah. to, uh, we can yeah, re- yeah. raise the mood a little bit. Uh, we, we, we have a really good question I, right I, here. There's a, I'll say, well, I'll say there's a great question that'll, that'll definitely take us. And then the question is simply, can you take me higher, Chris? <laughs> I would love, I would love, I don't want to take, I don't want to take anyone to go, higher. I need to go higher to, to a place a with place golden <laughs> streets. <laughs> where blind men see. I'm, I'm like, in need of that. Do you know the story behind that song, Ethan? I'm sure that you've told me this before because okay. you've told me so, way too many facts about Creed over the years. I was so, so the story behind that song apparently is Scott Stapp was having a recurring nightmare where he was being chased. <laughs> he was being chased by this by this person. I'm uh, I guess, and the chase would always take him down this alley. So he'd turn down this alley and he'd get to the end, and it was kind of like a T intersection. So he could choose to go right or to go left, and every single time in the dream he would turn right and it would be a dead end and he would be forced to face whatever whoever it was that was chasing him so apparently to get over this recurring nightmare scott stapp apparently learned how to lucid dream in order in order to go into this nightmare and when he turned down that alley instead of turning right at the t he turned left and he escaped and apparently that that inspired him to write the song higher so it's so funny that this comes up because i just told this to somebody over the weekend (laughs) i was i was having a conversation about dreams and naturally i had to explain this to them i don't think they were appreciative of it but that's pretty fucking cool (laughs) that's that's actually incredible there was a point in my life where uh I, I I was made aware of lucid dreaming, and I I, I remember like, everybody's tried. I had I had experienced that. Well, I remember I did for a while, where you, you like you basically lay like you're in a coffin. You cross yeah. your arms, you cross <laughs> your legs, and you like you 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 bring down your like your heart rate to as slow as you can before you fall asleep. Yeah, and like it were it definitely works. And then like no actually, then yeah, it, I've done it. I've definitely done it a few times, and yeah, it's I, honestly. It's incredible when you can like be in a dream and kind of kind of control what's going on. I wish that I had a reoccurring dream. I think I wish I had a reoccurring dream, even though it sounds scary to have the same dream every night. Yeah, is that I, a bad? Is that a, is that well, usually a bad? It's well, a bad I guess, thing, I guess right? it depends on what the dream is. When I was younger, I had a recurring dream. Um, when I was sick, I had one as well. It was oh, like really? Anytime I anytime I was sick, I had yeah. the same dream. For me, it was probably from when I was like 
I don't know, between the ages of five and nine. So it went on for a while. So in my old house that I grew up in, my bed was in the middle of the room. Anytime I fell asleep facing the partic- one particular way, I would have this recurring dream. I would be in my basement with my brother, and then all of a sudden I'd turn away and turn back, and then my brother would be gone, and then I would turn back to the other side, and I would see this man coming at me, running at me with his hands out. And, like, I'm kind of getting goosebumps right now because I can still see the guy's face. I haven't yeah. had the dream in, like, 12 years or whatever, but yeah, yeah. I can still see his face. He was wearing, like, a green sweater, and he had, like, a little beard. He was balding, and... Oh my God! Yeah, it's freaky. I'm getting chills thinking about it. But yeah, maybe I'm gonna have to learn that's... a lucid dream if that one comes back. I can roundhouse the guy or something. Beat the shit out of the green. <laughs> yeah. man. Fuck you, green man. <laughs> Just absolutely starch him in the face. Yeah, maybe that's what we can do. We can have a we can have a grunge bible workshop on lucid dreaming and get some sort of. You know, I bet you there's a specialist yeah, out there in I our think, in our follow yeah, base. Yeah, we, we have to make some contacts here. Um, it's always, I feel like reoccurring dreams are always scary ones. I mean, when I was yeah, younger, I was I don't think you ever have like a, always, oh, like I have a recurring dream that I discovered a million dollars or like I got to play with Pearl Jam or something. I mean, that, that'd be cool, but yeah. it hasn't happened. I, I don't dream often anymore though, uh, which is, really? yeah, not, not often. I, w- I kind of wish I did, <laughs> uh, watch tonight. I'll have the recurring dream about the green man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a dream's a dream, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not not reality. There's no better relief than waking up from a, a nightmare. Oh my though, god! And being like, yeah, really, like that wasn't real. But like, <laughs> yeah. Thank the Lord. Yeah, it's like because you just look around a little bit. You're like, are we okay? We're okay. Like that was it was like yeah. <laughs> like I feel like I've it, it's probably not this, but I feel like I've had a dream where like I go bankrupt and like I lose every, like a very realistic nightmare. Oh, totally, like, yeah, one, yeah, not very like, rational. super like far. <laughs> yeah, really like. <laughs> really rational i'm like that actually might have happened and i wake up and i'm like wow <clears throat> so anyway absolutely next question right here and yeah. this this is one that i was looking forward to answering um what is the best condiment to put on french fries somebody somebody wants to know our opinion on that mm, i like that uh, i'm a big spicy mayo guy spicy mayo I like, yeah i like spice like i like you know i like hot sauce a lot i don't think and, it belongs know, on french fries not- though not by itself, not by yeah. itself. But if you put like hot sauce and mayonnaise together, it makes like you know a better version of ketchup. Yeah, spicy mayo, honey mustard, uh, any like chipotle mayo for me, that's good. I mean, yeah, st- standard ketchup is is okay. I mean, it's it's got to be Heinz in my opinion. I don't believe in yeah. Hunts or any of that other bullshit. Um, you know, what about I, mustard? I like mustard. So <laughs> mustard <laughs> on the ketchup, on the <laughs> mustard on the fries. No, I would never put it on French fries. I don't think. Um, when I was younger, I used to apparently take a piece of bread and just spread mustard on it and eat it. And then I got really, I got, yeah, it was super repulsive. And then I, I decided I hated mustard for several years, but I've I've come back to it. But yeah, I, w- I would say spicy mayo, any anything in that realm, I'm I'm a I'm a total sucker for. Um, mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, that's, I, 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 I'm not surprised we're on the same page there. Um, yeah. As long as nothing weird, like, oh, well, I don't know, like honey or maple syrup, that would be kind of strange. Um, but yeah, those, we're going to lock in with that. Do you, do you, do you have one pulled up right here? Cause I, I have one. I'll, I will ask this question because I don't know this band and you might and be, and the, the guys, um, his profile picture is a Boston Bruin. Uh, B, but is this ah. any thoughts on this? Any thoughts on the Screaming Cheetah Wheelies? Not really grunge, but my third favorite band. This is from uh, I've never heard of them before in my life, so I don't have any thoughts on them. Um, Screaming Cheetah Wheelies. <laughs> 
maybe maybe if I'm feeling inspired later today or tomorrow, I will I will go and listen to the. Uh, I almost just looked it up to make sure to make sure it wasn't like you know someone. Yeah, maybe we're getting band maybe that, we're getting punked. Maybe it's uh you know maybe. But it said not really grunge, but third favorite band. Yeah. So hopefully it's yeah. I don't know. If hopefully I could, we're not missing something completely. Yeah, and if we are, who who cares? Um. Here, here's a question from a, uh, I, you know, we'll, we'll shout him out. There's a, there's a page. Um, I don't know this, I, or I can't remember this individual's name, but it's the page Grunge Maker, uh, and they post a lot of, uh, a lot of Kurt Cobain, Nirvana related mm-hmm. stuff, and, um, and, and they ask, how do you deal with the hateful comments slash people on your page? Um, because I mean, there's, there's a lot of assholes, and I know we've spoken about this before, but yeah, we um, talked about this. It doesn't really bother me a whole lot, because like at the now? end. Well, like, I don't take it into my daily life, you know, like, I'll get fired yeah. up on the page and, like, I'll block somebody or, like, just, like, just be, like, a, like, a, like, a head-ass back to them. But I don't know. At the end of the day, I mean, somebody tells me that, like, I'm a douche canoe or something, which happened last week. Like, I don't know, like, if someone compliments me or if someone says bad things to me, like, it doesn't pay my bills. It doesn't cook my dinner. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's on the internet. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess I, I don't really... uh put much stock into what people think or what people say. No, um, we're pretty good at that. I mean, yeah, I, I, I do enjoy the block button a lot. If some, if somebody's that bad, sometimes yeah. most of the time I've got in the habit. I try to be in the habit at least of, if, if somebody's being a jackass, I'll just block them and not even give them the, uh, satisfaction of a reply. Um, yeah. But yeah, I usually just, I, I usually don't take the time to yeah. respond. I just, yeah. Some, Sometimes, sometimes if I'm well, like, I mean, sometimes you do. I, I usually see who else is res- yeah. like responding like if or I'm, not. Sometimes, so, honestly, one of my favorite things when I see stuff come up that I really don't like appreciate, and, and no one's like seeing it, I'll just delete it. Yeah, I just delete other people's comments and like. Yeah, I mean, if they go back and you know see that I delete, I don't. You don't get notified yeah. that your comment we, was we, deleted. We are, so. we are the judge, jury, and executioner of the page. So, so I think that's my favorite. I'll just delete it. Like. Just yeah. Keep that out of my face. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, you say you got it because <laughs> everybody <laughs> wants it. Um, here's here's a question. Have oh shit. I see. I can't remember. We've done twenty so far. Twenty podcast episodes. So I don't remember what we've spoken about or not. Have we spoken about Greta Van Fleet on the podcast yet? No. I don't think yet. we have. So we had a question about them. Uh, influenced by Led Zeppelin or or just taking credit for their style or a la selling out or you know whatever and honestly I the purists man the purists can fuck off because Led Zeppelin themselves stole a bunch of shit from blues artists of the 40s 50s and 60s and didn't give them credit so and at this point man in, in conventional guitar rock and roll I'm not talking about indie rock like rock and roll everything's already been done in a way, you know? So mm-hmm. we can, we can, we can create music in the vein of other people and not have it, you know, be a middle finger to those people. I mean, you, they were inspired by them. Let the kids make music for God's sake. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I like them. I mean, not only that, like music doesn't have to like tear down, tear down your intellect and rebuild it. Like if it sounds good, sometimes that's fine. It doesn't have to be the most complex thing you've ever listened to or the most revolutionary thing. Like I think some people have way too high a standard sometimes just fucking listen, man. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it is funny to me that like if your favorite band is Led Zeppelin and 
you know, what have you been doing the last touring. 40 years? What have you been well, doing? Just like, just like that. They're not touring anymore. Like we were talking about cover bands last yeah. week. Like they must, those guys must hate cover bands yeah. because they're just, so then it's like, you have a, your favorite band and you have a band that is doing a sound that is like an, you know, a tribute or like a very similar sound. Yeah. Like you or think that they would enjoy it. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you think they enjoy it. It's like 40 yeah. years. It's the only, the only band that's doing stuff like it. And they're like, nah, like we don't want them to do that. Well, and not only like, that, well, then, they're insulted. Well, then by you're, it. St- then you're stuck with everything else that's in. Right. Like, Go listen what, to Led Zeppelin four for the fourth time in the last three weeks, you know, like there's no, there's no new Led Zeppelin coming out. So you might as well enjoy the people that are, you know, kind of, recording and creating in that vein i don't know man people it's people I love know. To my gatekeep. friend nick yeah yeah my my friend nick he, he didn't he didn't really like him and i was yeah. like but, and you like led zeppelin and he's like well, he's like yeah well if i wanted to listen to that sound i'd listen to led zeppelin he's like but i'm into other stuff right now well that's that's, I'm like, that's okay. fair i guess i I, yeah. I, will, I will say i think it was I, I i think their first ep like from the fires or whatever that came out i think in 2017 i really liked that ep um, I, I haven't l- absolutely loved everything that they've made since then, but I mean, they're talented and they're, 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 they're young super and they're finding young. their way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, think people, people expect, expect too much. I mean, people, the, the same people that get pissed off about Greta Van Fleet sounding like Led Zeppelin are the same people that five years ago, before anyone knew who Greta Van Fleet were, were the same, they're the same people that were like, oh, nobody's making rock music anymore. What the hell? So it's like, they give you rock music and it's like, well, not that rock music. That's too similar. Like right. make up, make up your mind. <laughs> Make up your damn minds. We'll post some Greta Van Fleet yeah, for we everybody. We, we have, we'll we have it to before, the, yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll combine the last two questions. We'll get the Greta Van Fleet decision by all the people in our comments, and yeah. then we'll just go ahead and, and just delete a bunch of them. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> or I'll, I'll post. We could use, yeah, we'll do like a, I'll put up a, like this, like this if you like Led Zeppelin better, or like this if you like Greta Van Fleet more. <laughs> it's gonna be use this as a like perfect. button. Here's here's a good question, Ethan. Who is your favorite celebrity? Uh, I like this um, favorite celebrity in general. Like what they do. Like I like their lifestyle, or like how do we want to do this? Because there's yeah. different ways to and like like I just like what they do the most. I think that they're most. You know what I mean. Yeah. Most interesting. Yeah, it's a good question. I, I'm inclined to not pick a musician. Um, right. You know who's like one of my one of my favorite. Like I love I love the guys that do like I love the celebrities that kind of go off the wall. Like yeah, I really. Um, I love like Shia LaBeouf. Uh huh. Like oh, he yeah. did. He just like he does like things that like the one time he went and watched like 24 hours of his yeah just his own movies straight. yeah yeah. And like he was like crying in it, and like you know, then he did like he did like the hot ones, and then he like did the whole like that screenplay reading last year, and mm-hmm. he was high and stuff. Yeah, I, you know, just like random stuff. Um, so I think Sh- I think Shia Buff's great. I don't know. Um, I, I feel like I feel like Danny DeVito's got to be in the conversation. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Danny yeah. DeVito. Yeah. Danny DeVito is incredible. <laughs> I'm a huge always uh, always sunny in Philadelphia fan. Totally. And Danny DeVito is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good call. Yeah, who else? I, I think he's definitely up there. Um, there is a there's a Formula One racer who goes by the name of Kimi Raikkonen. Um, he's he's pretty incredible for the sole reason that he's been a very talented um, Formula One driver for 20 years, but like he doesn't he could not give less of a fuck. So there have been times where like he's crashed his car like during the race, and then he's just like walked off and like gone over to his yacht, which he parked next to like the race 
track and he just started drinking. He was like, fuck this, I'm done. <laughs> like, he's, That's incredible. I, I have a couple of friends you know who, who else are like, is a good one? Who's that? John Daly. John Daly. Oh, yeah. John he's, Daly is the, the golfer for yeah. any of you guys that yeah, don't watch yeah. like golf, jo- John just, Daly. John Daly is like the chaotic evil version of like a Guy Fieri almost. Like <laughs> if, Guy, if Guy Fieri is like lawful good, John Daly is chaotic evil. <laughs> Like as stereotypical as that is, like I'm 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 big on the guy train. I, I think he's cool as shit. Um, so he 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 might be up there. He might be up there with me. Um, I don't have these flames on my shirt for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I don't think I could pick a musician just because I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling so incredibly burnt out from music and associating with music. Like I haven't I haven't even listened to music really much in the last week mm. or so. I've I've just been listening to podcasts and. Yeah, you know the like. So I'm I'm staying away from music. If if I had to pick, I don't know. I feel like as as I just said that I'm gonna name a musician. I feel like it'd be really cool to hang out with Jerry Cantrell for a day. I think that'd be yeah. cool. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry, that would be really cool. Yeah. That'd let's be see. Great. Yeah, let's see see what else we have. I I like picking the ones that have nothing to do with music. Um, Especially, especially today. Oh, somebody, somebody says, "Not a question, just thank you." Well, you're welcome. Thank you, yeah. thank you guys yeah. um, for tolerating us and for choosing to devote attention to us. That's yeah. You know what? It's really you sweet of you guys. I, I like, I like that. I like that a lot. I, I like that. Yeah. Thank you, and you're welcome. I guess. Uh, someone. Very interesting. Well, I did see this one earlier, and I, actually, I think we've talked about it. But uh, it says, "What do you? What do you? Do you guys like nine-inch nails?" With this emoji and a squinty emoji, what do you think about nine-inch nails? <laughs> have you ever Have you ever got into them? What, what about nine-inch nails? Yeah. No, no, I've I've never gotten into them. I've never in my life have I sat down and intentionally listened to nine-inch nails. Didn't they? Um. They originally wrote the song "Hurt" that Johnny Cash yes. covered, right? Yes. That's that's pretty much the only thing I know about Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, um, I'm inclined. Yeah. To, I'm inclined to say that Nine Inch Nails is Michael Stipe, but I know he's REM, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm blanking on the Nine Inch Nails uh, yeah. singer's that's name. That's not Hold important. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very important. Um, so I guess not. that answers it. I, I don't. I, I don't know anything about them. What I like to say, I'm gonna. I'm gonna Trent Reznor, that's his name. I knew that. Oh, I do know I that name. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay, so, I got you. Uh, the, the the biggest thing uh, that I always, yeah, Nine Inch Nails. You think of Hurt, but everybody thinks of Johnny Cash's version. And the best way I can, and he was like, I looked up Nine Inch Nails in the first. Well, I guess it wasn't the cover, but um, they Trent Reznor heard Johnny Cash's version of Hurt when it first yeah. came out. And I think I've told this before, but he listened to it and he goes. He's like, he's like, yeah, that that used to be our song, but that's that's Johnny's now. That's Johnny Cash's oh, yeah. song. That's he's sweet. like, that that's was incredible, cool. and he's like, that is that that song was um, like my favorite song for the longest time. Johnny Cash's version, actually, I do yeah. I do like their version, but yeah. just the the age. Oh, it's so like different. The aged yeah. voice of Cash mm-hmm. singing that on his deathbed, basically, yeah. like he recorded that. I'm pretty sure. Within a he was, month, he was, of him. He, he was. It was. It wasn't that close, but it was. It was definitely a few years. As he had gotten older. He he died at seventy one. He recorded that like deep into his late sixties, maybe maybe even seventy. Um, I thought it was closer, but maybe no. Not. I don't think so. Um, but yeah, it's just like it's a haunting delivery right there, you know. Um, and it's funny that you say that too because um, 
uh, you know, Trent's not the first person to say that about a song that, you know, he or the band wrote. I mean, even there's a few instances of the Beatles having written songs. And I know at least um, Joe Cocker, uh, when he covered with a little help for my friends, um, it was either Paul McCartney or George Harrison. I can't remember. Um, and they said something of a similar effect of like, you know, with Joe's delivery of that song, like he kind of takes ownership of that and he made it his own. And that's why I love covers, man. I mean, you can get, you can get a song like, like hurt. And I mean, nine inch nails, like Trent, like didn't have the life depth at that point or the experience to, to make that, make that type of delivery. So I, I, I think like no songs are sacred. In my opinion, no songs are off limits. You know, I don't think it's ever what is insulting. Another, what is another song that was covered that, that you think of primarily before the original think of the cover um well one, i have one that i have one that like it's it is this band's this let, band's let's, 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 version let's, yeah let's hear yours first it's got to be atlantic city by the band oh yeah because bruce springsteen a, wrote that yeah it's original bruce and and i was introduced as the atlantic city and listened to it so much and, and then i mean i i love bruce's version too but mm-hmm. uh for some reason, I you know, yeah, I, I, the band's version, and that's like one of their more popular, yeah, obviously performances, totally per, like performed songs. Absolutely, I think one 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 that I think of is um, Chris Cornell's cover of "Nothing Compares to You," which mm-hmm. was popularized by Prince, but I believe it was actually originally written by I'm going to butcher this person's name, but uh, Sinead O'Connor, the the Irish singer, yeah, um, and uh, so so. So they wrote it, and then Prince popularized it, and then um, Chris Cornell covered it, I think, in 2015. But, I mean, I think it's just because, you know, Chris's version, I listened to it at, at a time where I yeah. really needed to listen to a song like that. And, uh, you know, it just kind of tethers to your memory that way. I guess there's a bunch of uh, yeah. Nirvana covers as well that you think of Nirvana first. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, The Man Who Sold the World, for example. Um, yeah. I remember David a Bowie. Bowie song. Dave, 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 people come up to David this Bowie, Bowie like, song. wow, it's really cool that you covered Nirvana. And he was like, fuck off, kid, I wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, David, David Bowie, he was, uh, yeah. I mean, and there's so many other songs that have been covered by every other, every single human yeah, being. Yeah, you say, we talk about it, and then there's just I mean, like anything by Bob Dylan like. has been covered by everybody. And I mean, the list, the list goes on and on. Um, so nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting. Here's here's a good question. Um, well, actually, yeah, this one goes to the, this one should have gone to the front because it's a question from one of our uh, top tier Patreon supporters, and this is from Alexis oh, okay. Shannon. And Alexis nice. wants to know: Are you experienced, uh, Jimi Hendrix? So she's uh, Ethan. <laughs> are you experienced? <laughs> My experience in quotes, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, it says, are you experienced, dash, Jimmy? Um, short, short answer is uh, yes. Yes. I, be- I, believe, I believe I am. Yeah. I believe, I believe I've gotten to that point. Um, I, I, are, are you as well? I, I would say I am experienced in, in, yeah. in, a, in a few different ways. And, uh, you know, there was a time. I, oh, I think, I think I can answer yes because I can think back to times in my life that I, I couldn't have confidently answered yes, but... Now I will. I will. I want to also. I want to. At the same time, I want to also answer no. That's true. <laughs> yeah. You think you're experienced now? Wait. You just wait. <laughs> yeah. I say I want. I want to answer yes and no because there's a lot of people that are on, um, you know, a different spot in the journey and totally. that I haven't experienced yet, and yeah. I will. I will. We, we, but we have for experienced right now, a great deal, but for now, yeah. I'm, yeah. 
I think I'm a little I think bit I'm, of both. <laughs> I think I'm. Are experienced. you the same? Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm fairly confident in saying that I'm. I'm experienced. <laughs> um, here's. I. I think we need to end with this question because it's a great bookend question. Um, but the question reads: What's the next move after the podcast? <laughs> I'm gonna go to sleep for control all a while. Oh, uh, <laughs> like tonight? I think in general. Oh, yeah, in general, well... So does does the end of the podcast coincide with the end of Grunge Bible, or does it end before, or does it end after? Like, if you if you were a betting man, what would you bet? I think the podcast be- ends first. Yeah, I would say, I would, I would, I would assume that, yeah, unless we get, we got to get picked up. We got if we work on sponsors and we actually get, you know, people to come in and, which this is your opportunity, if you guys want to sponsor this that's totally we we will keep doing this for a while but if we get get picked up if we get picked up we'll continue doing but if we don't get picked up and you know a year comes along maybe we're just like you know what yeah uh what are we doing and so i would say that yeah it probably ends and then you you, you, can can only talk about jar of flies so much you know yeah and you guys understand that i i know i know that yeah but that's why we're doing more of this that's why we're doing more of personality stuff which i hope you guys like trying to engage with the people but yeah, I, I mean, I think the next move after the podcast, um, shoot, I don't know, is not doing there's, a podcast. The, pro- the problem is there's so many options. We've talked yeah. about this a lot. I think the most realistic path is eventually we become burnt out from doing a podcast and we decide to take a couple of weeks off. Then we come back and then we do it and then we realize that we still don't like it. So then we decide to end it. But I mean, I'm, I'm still enjoying doing it. I think it, I think it's a lot of fun. It's, I, you know, this will go for a while. I'll tell you, if I, if I wasn't doing it with you, I wouldn't be enjoying it. Um, I, I just think like we're such good friends and like, that's what makes it genuinely fun for me, and and I enjoy interacting with everybody, um, yeah. you know, through questions. After and doing like that. after doing two by yourself, if you had to, if you were doing a solo pod, oh, that, how long would you I, last? I, I'd already be done. <laughs> I I couldn't do that. It's um, like doing a school project every yeah, week. Yeah, man, you, know? you can do you can do it in a pinch, <laughs> but like I mean, you're alone, so it's like it's like the sound of one hand clapping. Like you can't be funny, you can't be witty. I mean, I don't know if I'm witty anyways with another person, but it's just. You're talking to yourself, man. I already, I already do that enough. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah we'll, I think we'll there's, there's, I think there's, like we talk about. Don't, don't worry, uh, Grunge Bible um, family. We're not, we're not going they're, anywhere. Well, there, no matter what, me and Chris talk about this, and for some reason, Grunge, the Grunge world always provides. There's always something else that we can't predict, we can't see coming, and it's out there, and it's gonna come, and we're gonna be. We're going to be surprised. And we're going to be very thankful. It happens. It It could come come tomorrow. tomorrow. We've had numerous times where, like, we're like, what's next? Like, what after, like, after we hit 100K, we're Mm -hmm. like, what do we do now? And then all of a sudden, you know, we started, you know, we started working with bands before. It's just always the next chapter. It always builds on each other. So, you know, you know, what happens when we get to a million, Chris? (laughs) Are we going to get to a million followers? I don't think we ever will, to be honest. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I want to get to a million. That's that's way too many people. I don't think we're gonna get. We're not gonna get there at the rate we are now. Just no. for the the sure. The, the math the is sh- not on our side. <laughs> yeah, just for the sure fact that a I million mean, is a lot. To get, of to, get people, to a million, Chris. we we would need someone like Billie Eilish to be like, "Hey, everybody, go follow Grunge Bible." Yes. Yeah. If something like, that's, like that that's happens, that's what it would take. 
I mean, I mean, it's took what, which is not out of the five? realm of possibility. I mean, like Olivia no. Rodrigo follows us, so John we're, we're, John Mayer follows John us. Mayer follows us. So like, we do have friends in Bill higher Burr. places. <laughs> William Burr follows us. <laughs> I mean, we're, so. it took us five years to get three hundred. So yeah. you know, you do the you I'm, do the math. I'm, I'm not sticking around for another five that's, years. I don't. That's think. just that's just about eleven or twelve years to get there. I think I think I retire. I retire from this when I turn thirty, which is five years and change away for me so um that's not that long you're i know closer, dude, you're almost closer to I'm 30 also, than you yeah, are 20 I'm, i am holding on to 24 for dear life man i've got i've got like three months left of it or yeah shit no i have not even dude i have like two not months even. left Fuck. we have end of september i do oh by the way this is so a good time to mention holidays it. A good time to mention it. Chris and I share the same birthday, yeah. so September twenty eighth. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so support us on Patreon. Do do something like send us like Cash App or you know yeah. buy us a gift if you want. Uh, September twenty eighth. Uh, I'm really can... I'm really holding on, dude, because you know you know what I turn on the twenty yeah. eighth. You t- you turn twenty seven. I, I joined I. Uh, you know, no, I don't join the no, 27 no, club, but not. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 27. I will see to it that you do not join the 27 club, uh, and I will not establish you, a, tw- a 25 club. But yeah, dude, I I don't want to be I don't want to be closer to 30 than 20 than 20. Man, I'm not looking forward to that. And I'm no. sure I'm sure there's somebody out there listening right now who's in their 40s or 50s, and they're like, huh, you guys think you're old now? Just wait, you know. Um, but you know yeah, what I was I, thinking about earlier, Chris. What's that? Uh, I, I don't know if I was thinking about. I think I was thinking about birthdays. I was, yeah. you know, I think I was working the toil, and I was like, "How long can my body last?" And I was doing the math oh, of yeah. other people that've been doing it for years, and yep. yada yada. And I was like, you know, there's going to come to a point. Like, it will be when when you've lived, you know, when you, when you know you live through your teenage life, you're ready for your twenties, and you're. I feel like you're ready for the next step. Like at one point, like, and I've heard people like they're they're almost excited to be old and to be wise. Do you think that you're going to get to a point where you're like? Kind of like you're ready to enjoy being elderly, almost. And yeah. Then like, and then like, and then also, this is the people when they're really old. They're they like this is kind of dark, but they've like are kind of over. They're just they're just content and they're just ready to like when they're oh yeah, like the, the people who are not afraid of death and they talk very openly. Yes. Yeah. Because I want to say like I want to say I'm not afraid of death, but like I I'm excited to live. Like I have a lot more to live. Oh yeah. But at some at some point, you're gonna be like. Wow, that was a great run. Yeah, I think um, for me, my my philosophy on the whole thing is I think to live a full life, your life has to run out before your work does. Um, and, and I think for me, that's something that I, I aspire to. And, and certainly I think, you know, I'd love to get to a point in time where so like not really retire in a sense, like no, you're no, still moving. Not, not, not in terms of occupation, but just like I, I think to, to have a full life, there's always got to be things that you're aspiring yeah. to do or you're wanting to experience and and, and i i don't yeah. you know i i really hope that i you know when the time comes that i'm not you know just taking up space in a nursing home or something i'd rather no. i i mean it's easy to say it now when i'm you know i hopefully have a lot of life ahead of me but you know it's easy to say it now but you know i'd rather you know not i'd rather just you know be busy the whole time but i i think there will come a point where I don't know. It'll be weird. Do you think we'll just wake up one day and be like, I am now wise? You know, like you'll just blink your eye and you'll be like, you'll be 60 and you're just like, wow, I've experienced a lot. Because um, in a way, I, I feel like uh, like we already do have experiences that have given us wisdom. You know, I think I think at our <laughs> age, you can have wisdom, but we're not wise yet. You know? Yeah. Um, I like I, that. I don't know. I agree I, with that. 
uh, yeah, because I, I like you. You know, I I'd like to think that I'm not afraid of death per se, but I guess I probably am because there's still a lot of living that I want to do. So I, yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not ready yet. You know. Um, yeah, exactly. I'm not ready yet. It's I don't. Weird, think, it's yeah, a weird I'm dichotomy. Not. Yeah. Yeah, and I think like once you once you feel like you've lived enough. Yeah, I'm not. But. And, yeah. and and who and, know who, and who knows? It's like you you don't know the day or the hour, man. And well, you do, you just don't know what it's like to be old. Yeah. Oh yeah, and you don't know either. But it's it's such a weird thing. Like that's just something that we gotta wait and see. We gotta wait till mm-hmm. we're old. There's no way to replicate. It's just like when you're younger, you have no idea what it's gonna be like to drive yeah. a car. And, and I think feeling old is uh is a very subjective thing. You know, I I know people like you know whether it be a parent or an uncle or or a you know older family friend who's like in their 50s or 60s and they still they tell you they feel like they're in their 30s you know um I, i'm very much a believer that if you keep going and you have things to live for and to do like it does you know keep you young in a way but i don't know it'll be it'll be interesting i, I would love to if the time comes you know when we're in our 60s if we we bookmark this episode and come back and we decide if we were talking out of our asses in our mid-20s or not one last podcast because you know? i'm i'm <laughs> we'll come back on after after a 40-year hiatus and give the surviving <laughs> the surviving uh bones of grunge bible one last shot in the arm yeah I don't Jeez. know, man. It's it's interesting to think about. I, I love thinking about this stuff because I mean, mm-hmm. the speculation can go on forever. Because the only way to know is to is to experience it, and to hopefully, live, yeah. hopefully, we're lucky enough to do it, and hopefully, everyone listening to the show is lucky enough to do it. And you know, we could turn this into a philo- uh, a philosophy podcast. But before we ramble too much, I think we just shut it down for the yeah, night. Yeah, dude. I, 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 this could turn <laughs> into was, a, this could turn into was, like a four hour gig, which I, I yeah, don't want to do because I'm tired. Not tonight. Shit. Yeah, not, say not, not tonight. tonight. Not tonight. We we did a good thing. That was a solid pod. Um, I just yeah. want to say thank you, Drew, for uh, doing all of our editing. The great and, Drew McFadden, giving, our producer and engineer. Yeah, giving off. us. Yep, giving us new themes. Doing doing a great job with us, making us sound good. So thank you. And again, if you guys like us and you guys uh, subscribe to our page, you might as well just go over to our. Uh, you know, or Spotify and subscribe there. And if you already yeah, subscribe there, just like it. You know, you're already there. Yeah, you're just already, do it. You're and already if, there. And if you're already doing all those steps, think about being a Patreon supporter. And if you're already a Patreon supporter, well, you're at the top, baby. You're, yeah. you're the top. Cut. There's nothing else we can ask of you. Yeah. yeah, I don't. There's nothing else to ask at that point. That's so really thank all you. there is to it. You know, if you're listening to this, you're listening to us. You know, I think I think there's ways, you know, you can support us. So all those links are on grungebible.com, as you probably yep. know by this point. And uh, thanks for stopping by. Thanks in advance. Uh, we, we hope we hope you guys are, are liking what we're doing. But before we go, we have one more order of business. Real quick, uh, song of the week. Um, I don't have a lot to say about my song. I just decided it was my song, you know, 40 minutes ago before we started. But my song of the week is... Um, is the house that Jack built performed by Aretha Franklin? Now she didn't write it, but uh, she has the greatest, uh, in my opinion, delivery of that song. And um, I, I was, you know, growing up, my mom is still is really big into Motown and soul and everything like that. So huge Aretha Franklin fan. So I was exposed from a young age, and I just heard this song this afternoon, and uh, um, not having a great I day, but you know, I listened to it and I was like, you know what? Things are okay. Like I, I just had my car repaired on, on Monday and like today it started making another noise. So it's like, fuck how does me, it, ha- how does, how, how does the car does it happen? happen? Dude, I don't know. Darkness comes in waves, man. Just like what Eddie Vedder I said. Saw, 
Yeah, man. I, I was going to say, I pulled up Spotify and I actually saw that. And I was going to comment on it before the episode and be like, oh, I see you're listening to some Aretha Franklin. Yeah. The, most queen, recent plate, the Queen I of think. Soul. Yeah. So I was, you know, it was just one of those things, you, any port in a storm. And for me, that was uh, Aretha mm-hmm. Franklin today. So I'll probably listen to it a little bit more before I go to bed. But uh, what about Sounds you? Like what's a good idea. Yeah. It's not too bad. What's What's your song, my, of the week, Ethan? My song of the week is one of my, one of my go-to uh kind of happy songs feel yep. good it's a really be me solid <laughs> yeah <laughs> could yeah. not be me uh, <laughs> the song is back pocket by okay. a volpeck do you know them i do not volpeck yeah this it's like super bright and super like yeah i don't have like woodwinds and stuff and it's Ooh. like really quick kind of and catchy yeah back pocket by volpeck it's like a super they're kind of a jammy band yeah um so yeah, Sweet. so to, check it out. I'll, it out. I'll throw that up on the story. I'm trying to trying to you know just do it each each week so it's out there. But um, Hell yeah. yeah, heard it here yeah. first. So that's all I got, episodes. guys. That's Twenty it. episodes deep. Thank you, guys. Uh, rock and roll as usual, right, Chris? Any last words? No, that's it, man. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, if, especially if you listen to all twenty, uh, you're yeah. you're a member of a very special club. Uh, we appreciate it. We hope you guys are having a good day wherever you may be, whatever day it may be that you're listening to this. I hope uh, I hope good things happen for you today, and we will we will talk with you all next week or whenever you decide to listen to the Grunge Bible podcast yeah. again. It's the way it goes. That's it, dude. I'm going to download a hoagie. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> Control, alt, delete, my friend. Well, Ethan, always a pleasure to sit down with you. Absolutely. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. And uh, to all of the listeners, thanks again. And talk to you guys soon as well. Take care, everybody. Be well. <laughs>